0: Damage Plan MMA Podcast. I'm Jason. As always, my co-host, the voice of MMA in Utah. What up, Zach? We're back. We're back, baby. <laughs> we're I don't back. even know how to do that I don't even know what we're doing. Like,
1: I'm like, what are we doing? I'm
0: like, looking at my computer.
1: Well, see, it's here's like the we problem.
0: Recorded in so long.
1: Yeah, you bailed. I bailed. You bailed on me. I bailed. And you didn't take your podcast equipment.
0: For the record, no, I mean, no, it was my wife's. I won't say how old she is. Well, I'll say it because she posted it. It's her 40th birthday. Sure. It's a it's a big number.
1: Yeah. So we had to go celebrate. That's fine. At Disney. That's fine. At Disney, and there's no fights last weekend, so it was fine. We it's fine. We took a little we break. We planned that. The fight. We planned that. Yeah, you know, we, we plan our travel schedules around fights. Thanks, days. babe. Yeah. For planning your uh, birthday on
0: a weekend was when there was no fights.
1: Forty years ago. <laughs> Four, yeah. Um, great timing. That's that's called planning ahead. Uh, I tried to do it by myself. It I just it just didn't go so well, you know.
0: You know what? I didn't even watch the one you did by yourself. Oh, hey!
1: Thanks for the support, <laughs> friend, partner, my
0: last buddy. Day. I go deer hunting for eight days, come back, and then I go done. to freaking you know Disney you, you for four you days. Do this,
1: one by yourself. <laughs> oh. do this by yourself.
0: But it's good to be back because we got fights coming up tomorrow, tonight. Bellator. We're going to boxing. Bobby King. Bobby. Bobby King. We're going to boxing at the 801 Event Center. I don't even know the name of the event, but we're going to watch a boy John John Bryant.
1: Yeah, he's going to sleep somebody. He's going to
0: sleep somebody. Go to 3-0 tonight. We're going to watch him John tonight.
1: John. If uh, you need something to do tonight, I'm pretty sure there's still tickets available at the we'll 801. Be
0: we'll be there. I'll be there with my new Contender Series shirt, Give Blood Fight MMA.
1: Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Nobody makes Nobody. me bleed my own blood. One of the greatest ones ever. And then the Muscles Don't Fight shirts.
0: That should be a new shirt. What? Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Did we just come up with a new shirt idea? It just got stolen. Dude, nobody's, gonna to take the nobody's gonna take it, dude. Nobody's gonna take it. Nobody's even. There's one guy watching. It's probably either Hillary or Jackson,
1: or Fiji, or Fiji, Fiji, Fiji. You, Fiji. you is need to come Fiji, on the podcast,
0: Hillary or Jackson.
1: Yeah. So we Who's have steel watching? fist in two weeks.
0: Steel fist in two weeks. Calvin
1: Parrington versus Nino Janel for the main event. It's a great fight. I'm super excited. Is that a pro? That Are they both yeah. on pro? Yeah, that's their pro debut at welterweight. Oh. <laughs> Um that's a really good fight. Uh, Calvin's coming on the podcast Monday at three thirty. Our time, two thirty, his time in Vegas. Okay. So we gotta get Nino on. It's Hillary. You got any Babes never lets me down. Uh, we gotta get Nino on. Um Cole Faust said he would come do it on Monday as well. To punch you in He's stomach. Gotta, I still gotta pay up on that and punch me in the stomach because Hillary reminded me that I still paid up on that. Um, I have reached out to his opponent as well, so we'll see. And then, uh, yeah. And then anybody else fighting on that steel fist card, you need to message us and don't wait till you know, when you're cutting weight. I'm
0: working on, uh, Aaron Jennings messaged me and we're going to get him for Monday too. I think Monday early evening is when he wanted to come on. So we'll have two for sure on Monday. Okay. Two for sure on Monday. Um, so you just told me something before we went live on the podcast,
1: you get, are you, are you going to change something? No. You're not doing it? No. Hillary was trying to get me to shave my beard. <laughs> but so here's the thing because because I've been clean shaven since our wedding day. I have been clean shaven. We've been married 12 and a half years. Okay. One time.
0: One time. One time. For your oh, wedding?
1: Oh, so it was my wedding. And then we did family pictures, and my mom asked me to be clean shaven. All right. And now it's just like everybody knows, just don't even ask. Right. Okay. So she's like, she's looking at me. And she's like, well, I used to always say I didn't like it because I was fat before and the goatee covered my double chin, my, my, my fat face, but she's like, you're not fat anymore. So you should shave it. And I was just like, and I was just looking at it and I was just like, no, nah. no, I look like Jason, no yeah. shaved beard. And I'll have no hair up here. i will just shave grow head. mine.
0: I like to grow mine out just a little The problem is I don't like anything on my lip here.
1: Yeah. I, so I don't it. like that. But the duck dynasty beard was good.
0: The Doug Dinosaur was good. It, it's should, it's 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 again. a pain in the butt to take care of, but it was pretty freaking cool. Um, yeah, man. What else did we miss? Any other news that we missed? Did you see Jeff Neal got arrested? Dude, like weapons charge. He a,
1: well, the DWI. Driving on, he, no. He's just that's whatever. He, what he'll I be fine. he yeah. spent Thanksgiving Day in lockup. Yeah. He's, but the weapons charge—that's a little more. Uh, long term right yeah I didn't
0: read all the details but I can't imagine they're going to pull that fight over
1: that I think I think they would have already announced it was offensive I, so I don't think it's gonna be an issue Dana got COVID
0: I saw that he called Joe Rogan
1: and now people are getting mad because he's
0: everybody's mad. calling Joe Rogan Aaron Rodgers oh is that Dana what White Aaron Rodgers called that's what, how he did it and he said he was immunized okay let me go on my rant here for a second about Disneyland, right? Everybody knows how California is, right? Like they're they're pretty bad on when it comes to wearing the mask and all that no stuff. Worst. So Disneyland. That's how many, how many people you worse. think said Disneyland one day? Oh 50,000? Yeah. 15 oh, yeah. something? Packed,
1: right? Tens of thousands.
0: Shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. You have to wear a mask when you're indoors. Yeah. You wear it outside when you're you can't even move to across your yeah,
1: shoulder to shoulder. Your shoulder, with, you're yeah, bumping yeah, really. into people. They're sneezing on your popcorn. But
0: when you get on the ride, to ride the ride, you have to put the mask on.
1: You have to put the mask on to ride the ride? To ride the ride. What if it's outside? If it's inside. What if it's outside?
0: If it goes inside, you have to put the mask on.
1: Did you do California Adventure 2?
0: I did California Adventure 2. My favorite ride, Incredibles.
1: Dude, it's good. Me and I Hunter, love Incredibles. when we went last time, me and Hunter, we did Incredibles like five, six times I a loved oof, oof, oof. I loved I,
0: Incredibles. The Disneyland rides were okay,
1: but... No, California, California Adventures, like, no, you're, okay, you're, I like these. And you know what the ride is there? What? Toy Story. Did we do Toy Story? We I like shoot the little, like, you, you shoot the gun. You sit there and it's like the little. Oh, over. we did that. Yeah,
0: yeah, we did do that. I yeah, yeah that, Shereen right? kicked my butt.
1: Of course she did. She kicked my butt. I own everybody in that.
0: But I'm the Toy Story champ. She did. She's done it before. She's been to Disney 100 times. Oh, good excuse. You shoot yeah. guns. Yeah, but I don't Come shoot on. the little. Come pew, on, Marine. Pew, 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 Come like on, that.
1: Marine. Come on, Marine. Ba, 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 ba. Yeah. It's all about it's the hand action. No, but it was fun. You, you, that you don't want
0: to know what the best part was? Is my spending in-law, time with my your wife? Spending time with my wife for her 40th birthday. But my in-laws came, right? And they're
1: you want oh, to share the in-law story? They're no,
0: sorry, <laughs> I can't say the But they're in their 70s, right? And they love the rides. They're on every her mom, my mother-in-law, is on every ride. Yeah. Like, I have a picture, she's like has her hands up. Like what's the one that used to? It's used to be it's the Guardians of the Galaxy. It's, yeah. It used to be the Tower of Terror. Sure. So we wouldn't ride it. So me and my mother in law. She wasn't tall it. enough. Huh? Yeah, she wasn't tall enough. Yeah, so I kicked her back. Go to the back of the line. <laughs> she, she had to ride the teacup one. The Little uh, teacup one. Yeah. The Peter Pan. Oh, I'm
1: gonna get cut the, on 'cause it's the Peter Pan. The Peter Pan, right?
0: No, it was cool. I got to run into a kid that I was in the Marine Corps with. That's cool. Um, actually, ran into another guy I was in Japan with. Um, he was there with his family too.
1: No kidding. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Well, I didn't oh, know. The other one that I really like. Did you guys do the soarin, soarin the world, Where they put you between the hang glider and the?
0: No, no, we they were. were we I don't know why, why we didn't one, do that one.
1: I love that ride. Yeah, I'll tell you why after. I'm not
0: a big lane like line waiter. Like if, if the lines like the more than pass? an hour. They didn't have them there anymore.
1: Oh, they got her, rid of the fast pass. But her
0: mom was in one of those little meme wheel carts. Yeah. So, so that back. so, so they running. give you time. So if you go there and you go online and her mom's in the car, they're like, "Okay, we don't have fast pass, but we'll give you a time. Come back in an hour, and then we go through the handicap section, and we're in in twenty minutes."
1: Well, if they don't have fast passes, I'm not going back. Yeah, sorry, so, babe. If they don't have fast passes, we're going back. We're it going
0: made back. it. It made it a little difficult because
1: um, we got good at having the fast pass where you we just like hopping right. And yeah. Fast see, pass.
0: it didn't. They didn't do that, and you could only schedule a time for one ride at a time so if i went to one ride the, the incredibles that wasn't one of them but then they said you your schedule time that i couldn't go get a fat another time for another ride all in all it was a good time it was a great time a lot good. of walking good Thirty one thousand steps day one
1: it's about time you got off your butt i did it's yeah about
0: time. i ate
1: everything did you get one of the big turkey legs? Yes. That's my favorite. I got the turkey, the turkey leg, and we
0: ate at Black Tap. If you've never eaten at Black Tap, they're in Vegas, Jeez. I think New York, and Disney. They have these shakes. I got the pumpkin pie shake. Of course you did. Pumpkin pie cheesecake. Yeah. So it's pumpkin shake with a pie, a whole piece slice of cheesecake, sitting on top of it.
1: And then covered it. In-
0: oh, I, I mowed it down. I mowed it down. Did. I was sick for six hours.
1: Good for you. You only live once. You only live once um Kevin Lee got cut from the UFC I saw that you think he should have I don't I dude I kind of just feel like you said it at lunch like is he just the most unlucky guy he gets a well no like let's just be honest like right he gets his his, his break gets to fight Tony Ferguson right
0: which in a fight he was winning
1: fight that he was winning until he got caught right was a triangle or armbar?
0: triangle I
1: think right but he had staff, he had a giant staff infection. Yeah. Right. That You could definitely say caused, uh, ca- cause some issues. Right. Yeah. he Edson some Barbosa. Yep. He kind of gets, but, but people forget too, right after that, his, his, his coach, his MMA coach that he was close with committed suicide. Oh. Well, I mean. And that affected a lot of people, and Kevin Lee, Lee was one of the people. And then remember, because he went up to TriStar and trained with Frosa Hobby. That's right. Like he was kind of like looking for a new home. Yeah. Yeah, right? yeah. 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 And and Joe Rogan was the one that told him he should go do Frosa Hobby because he said your skill set is just like GSPs. Yeah. Athletic striker, but also dominant wrestling. Like go to Frosa Hobby, right? Yeah. For whatever reason, they didn't jive well and and then he's just you know and then like you know he runs into Oliveira. it's like oh crap you just ran into the future champ. You know? yeah he get, then he gets the really highlight knockout against gregor Gillespie. that was before Oliveira. Oliveira, but he got that for his acl though like after that right? yeah and then that last fight he uh he lost With right
0: daniel rodriguez unanimous decision
1: he, he got pieced up by d-rod and and then got a medic and then got a suspension for his adderall prescription. That's crazy.
0: He actually did i I'm looking at his topology. He was on the submission of underground yeah. end of October.
1: Yeah. So it's like, I just feel like he's just had a, you know, between staff infection week of your, your, your big interim title fight. You got your coach passing away. Tragically torn ACL. And then, and then suspended for an Adderall prescription. Cause he didn't disclose he forgot to write down his Adderall prescriptions or something. Isn't like, like
0: there somebody at the top that could be like, okay. It's hey, you, okay. somebody proving... who
1: that is prescribed Adderall. Myself. I yeah. take Adderall. Yeah. Right. I've been taking it since I was in junior high. High school. Beginning of high school. Yeah. And uh, like, I just don't see it as like a big performance enhancer for training and stuff.
0: For the right person, it could be.
1: But if you're actually prescribed it by, by if you're a,
0: If you're prescribed it, yes. Then you need it. That's not going to help you.
1: Yeah, but if you don't need it and you take it, then it amps then you it, up. Then right? it amps
0: you up. Yeah. But so
1: like,
0: that's why I'm saying there should be somebody at the top that says, "Okay, you forgot to put it down, but you have a prescription for it." Like, how hard would it be to, to verify that he has a prescription for it?
1: Well, they, they said he he'd written it down on previous fights. That's how. They would you it? give
0: a shit if the guy you were fighting was taking Adderall, whether he was prescribed to it or not? Would you care?
1: Not really. Adderall,
0: like I wouldn't. I wouldn't care.
1: Not really. Like that's not one. Like, but I'm like. You do a D-ball?
0: Even D ball. Like, let them.
1: They're just gas faster.
0: They're just gonna gas. Yeah, they're just gonna gas faster. They don't get hit hard <laughs> in the first couple minutes. They're gonna have a lot of aggro in the first like minute and 30 seconds and then crash.
1: <clears throat> I don't know. I just feel like that's a guy that just I, I definitely could see him.
0: So what's my PfL Bellator? Maybe i definitely
1: not. I could see him going to Bellator. That's where his brother signed. His I little brother, see, his little brother signed with Bellator, so I could definitely see him with Bellator. PFL I could, though, I could see him as a one FC guy. I could see him going there too. He's I think he has belt. options. Dude, he's PFL, still young. He's okay. He's only twenty nine years old. And here's the other thing that I feel like is like kind of a bummer, and I'm making a lot of like Kevinly excuses that I'm realizing because sometimes it just is what it is. But he's like the perfect tweener. One fifty five is rough. Yeah, and it's a hard weight cut for him. But he's too small too for the small big for 170. Years.
0: Didn't he fight Rodriguez at 170? Right. Yeah. And Rodriguez is way bigger than him.
1: Yeah. Remember, and he said small at the weigh-ins. Remember, he sized him up at the weigh-ins. He goes, small. "Oh, small, small." You're like, and no, then he got he pieced got up. Pieced up. I don't, oh, man. Uh, Ray Cooper versus Kevin Lee. That would be fun.
0: Ooh, Cooper probably sleep. Not probably sleeps him. I I mean, think- Cooper's turned into a monster. I wasn't a huge fan. I mean, I've always loved him. i have always love watching him because he's so exciting,
1: but he's I feel like he's gotten some he, yeah. he's leveled up with that that beast. You know, before he was just kind of a he was a coconut head, right? I Man. say it lovingly. Hawaiian coconut head. That he was a coconut head. The way the way he I already slurped him enough from his last fight, yeah, because he was incredible. But Marcus is a you can I don't think so.
0: I don't. I don't think he has what it takes to be a champ in any one of them. But I think he'll be competitive. Well,
1: I mean, it's it's really hard because those divisions are getting so deep, and 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 it, and at what weight? At one fifty five or one seventy? Right.
0: Who's you know, at one seventy? Lima. Lima and Lima's Lima. not
1: even the champ. MVP Lima, like those are fun those fights, guys. but they all beat him.
0: Who's one fifty
1: five? I, I it was Pitbull, wasn't it? Pitbull was the one forty five and one fifty five champ. Yeah, I don't think he beats him either that one actually would be stylistically would be interesting that
0: 155. Um, I agree. He Hend- Henderson would be interesting. Is Henderson still fighting? Is he yeah. retire
1: yet? That'd be good.
0: I actually, I actually would like that one. I like those.
1: That'd be a nice introduction for Lee. Yeah. I think Bellator probably makes the most sense. Um, business wise, if I was him, I would be inter- more interested in fighting PFL, more money, more money opportunity. And you gotta love the. You I think, know when I'm fighting.
0: Why not go bare knuckle? What did Mike Perry make? Two fifty. Yeah. Made of a quarter million dollars for that fight.
1: Well, good for him. But
0: when will he get a fight again?
1: I I don't like bare knuckle, dude.
0: It wasn't bare knuckle, didn't they, they had gloves on? I think in that.
1: Yeah, they had MMA. They had MMA gloves. It was boxing. In it was a ring, boxing
0: with in a ring, ring
1: with MMA gloves.
0: But it was it was boxing
1: though, right? But it was boxing with MMA gloves. That's what Frank Muir did. Man, Dan Merguliatic was a little slow to stop oh, that fight. If He color. dies. He dies.
0: Ooh. Clay Collard and Kevin Lee,
1: PFL. Oh my Ooh. gosh! Whoa, whoa! Is Clay Clay's definitely the better boxer?
0: Yeah. He's. he's, I think Clay would beat him too.
1: I think I would have to say Clay would be the favorite in that fight. I like it. And if he was a dog, we would we would have to hammer that. Yeah. What's up, Phillips?
0: Um, Does one FC pay as well as I don't know about that. Yeah,
1: they the one FC actually pays really well. Aren't they? Didn't they get approved to fight in Colorado. Denver, Colorado? Yeah. Because, so well, they, they Denver, Colorado uh, approved their rule set, and that was the big thing. Why ONE FC couldn't be here because you could strike down opponents here. Yeah. Kick knee. Good for Colorado. And Colorado comes out. Yeah, they got high enough. You know, you just dude. get people high enough and just let people do it.
0: I try to. Uh, I dude. always forget when because there was one on hey. this morning. Uh, I always forget the one because they're on super early in the morning, but go they're great watch fights. Later. They're always great fights. Yeah always great fights oh
1: yeah
0: um should we break down this card for tomorrow
1: um, night oh and is conor mcgregor on all the gas right he's now? he's on all the gas dude he's freaking so he's sweet. so yoked up he's on he looks all like he, he's, he's on all the show he looks he my hillary's like hillary even said it last night when i showed him i'm like look at this look at connor and she's like that's not even him doesn't even look like him
0: you stop it tanner you stop it you see all that gray
1: tanner I'm working on it every day, bro. Every day. Let's do one.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: Yeah, dude. The one fight that I actually would have really wanted to see. Uh. No, never mind. Kevin, Lee, you're done. Sorry. <laughs>
0: You're done. You're done, Kevin I was thinking,
1: I'm like, you know, that would have been fun to watch him and Justin Gaethje, but I'm like, I just think Justin just kills him.
0: Uh, Marcus just put on there, if he went to one and fought a guy like Eddie Alvarez, that would be interesting. I'd actually like to see that.
1: (sighs) Yeah. Eddie's a little past his prime for me. Like, dude, that's the other thing, Kevin Lee. How old is he? 29. Yeah, dude, he's He's still got a good another
0: five, six-year run. He's just,
1: like, coming into his prime right now, though.
0: He needs to get into a gym. Like, he needs to get to a legit gym.
1: Yeah, he needs to find a new team and a new coach that he's comfortable with. I mean, that's hard, dude. I mean, I. your coach and your first coach, especially, like, that's that a, would suck. it's yeah. a unique bond, you know? Like, if yeah. something happened to Aldo, it's like, I don't know if I could go to another gym.
0: Yeah, that would be that would You know be what tough. I mean? Yeah.
1: I mean, I'm sure I'd still love to train and, like, learn from other people, but to be, like, tied to, like, this is my coach. Yeah. That guy was always your coach, you know? It's... Oh, I'm going to suspect my soul. What else?
0: uh tomorrow night salt lake tonight phillips tonight there's boxing tonight. in salt lake tonight you
1: don't want center
0: bump time john Bump.
1: Bunk- Brian's is fighting tonight yeah john 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 john's gonna get that dub
0: cg <laughs> lee goes to one and gets sage north cutted in the first round oh poor Golly. sage all right let's break down this card let's break it down oh it feels so nice to be doing podcast again all right first fight of the night we got Luis Smoker versus vince morales Smoka, 17 and seven, stands five foot nine with a 68 and a half inch reach. Vince Morales, 10 and five. He stands five foot seven with a 68 inch reach. Um, looks like Smoka is a slight minus 140 favorite. Comeback is plus 120 on Vince Vendetta Morales. Who do you like?
1: Well, I like, personally, I like Vince Morales. He's from Idaho. He's Idaho, guy, like, Yeah. He's, like kind of pull for him. Um But when it comes to who do I really think I'm going to win and lose in this fight and trying to be more disciplined and not pick with my heart as much, I think Louis Smoker gets it done.
0: You're going with The Last Samurai?
1: I think he gets it done via decision. There's a few things. One, I think he's fought the tougher guys in the UFC. Yeah. I think he's a little bit more experienced. Vince hasn't (laughs) had that moment in the UFC yet where you're like, wow. Has he? Am I missing? Am no. I missing something? No,
0: he he lost to Dong, last five fights. He beat uh, Ayman Zahabi, mm-hmm. loses to Benino Lopez decision two and a half years ago. Chris Gutierrez beat him with the lay, lay kicks. kicks, and, and then he did was, just he beat Draco Rodriguez, who had a lot of hype behind him. But I think he's kind of on the. And, I don't and, think he's as good as. That was really fans.
1: close too. Like I, I remember, some people not even being happy with that decision. I was, good. but anyways, I actually think Luis Smoka is little bit better fighter just a little bit better everywhere i really like vince morales um yeah i i'm i you know i i but i like the decision and the, the fight goes the distance the
0: most. i like that i like fight goes decision I, i'm gonna pick so marcus
1: some. hackford i would i would disagree with you on the tko I, i'm well, not, not betting it yeah who knows i'm just I'm saying not, that's, i'm not that's i'm not betting it, it, but you
0: know? I'll I'll lean with you on the smoke. I think he's fought the better competition slightly. Yeah. Uh next up in the lightweight division, we got Claudio Pualis against Chris Grutzemacher. Uh Pualis is 10 and 1. He stands 5 foot 11 with a 72 inch reach. Grutzemacher is 15 and 4. He stands 5 foot 8 with a 68 inch reach. And this is about a coin flip. Uh Grutzemacher is on tapology, he's a minus one twenty even money on Pualis. Uh Grootsmacher's thirty five years old. Wow, I thought I didn't know he was. Realized he was that old.
1: Yeah, he's an old man.
0: All right, then. What do you think of this one?
1: So this one's actually really interesting. So Krutzsmer was a guy that, like, I was really high on coming off the Ultimate Fighter because I yeah. just he, it's, he doesn't have an exciting style, but he, he has that grinder wrestling mentality, and it's he's one of those guys that unless you can get him to, you know, hesitate to shoot and stuff, he, his wrestling and his pressure is pretty, it's pretty elite, you know. Yeah. And uh, or maybe not elite isn't the right word, but it's pretty smothering. smothering. Is, that, yeah, is that smothering? A That's a good it's word. That's like, a good right. Word. And he's a good grinder. One, I don't like that he's super inactive. He doesn't fight that much. No. But two, the other one is we saw when he fights like a guy that can be a dynamic striker. Striker Alexander Hernandez pieced him up and put him down, down, down. And I just don't think he's like a top level. He'll he'll never even be close to a top 15 guy. In yeah. Class. But neither is his opponent. And you know what? As much as, and I've heard other people on Claudia, is that his name? Yeah, Claudio. Claudio. Um, as much as I've heard some other people liking him in this fight, I actually think Chris's um, grit and wrestling uh, gets it done. And I got Chris by decision. I don't hate that. I don't hate that. Rob, what's up, man?
0: Today I make my first official bet. It's only a dollar. Where are you betting only a dollar
1: at? DraftKings? I don't know. Fiji, stop stop betting now. I forbid it. Fiji. No betting. No betting. We got to talk.
0: Your wife's going to make you turn off the Damage Plan MMA podcast. (laughs) Um,
1: But if you're going to bet. Irresponsibly,
0: Chris, by unanimous decision, he yeah. likes Chris too. I'm gonna go the opposite way. That's a coin flip fight. I think it's close. I just I I,
1: like, but you know what I mean? What you know, wrestling, yeah, the wrestling got, kind of determines it. So, yeah, that's yeah. I, 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 this is a big stay away for me. Like, I'm not actually better,
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, next up in the light heavyweight division, we got Alonzo Menafield versus William Knight. Menafield is 11 and 2, stands six foot tall with a 76 inch reach, Knight 10 and 2, he stands. Five foot ten with a seventy-three inch reach. Uh, Metafield is your slight favorite at minus one seventy-five, and the comeback is plus one forty on Knight. I think we're both in agreement on this one. Don't love William Knight. Don't not a huge William Knight fan, and I'm going to take the Fortis MMA guy.
1: Yeah, me too, Alonzo Metafield, and I feel like William Knight is like
0: the Just...
1: perfect guy to fight against a Fortis guy. Does this go to
0: decision? Or just get finished
1: you know what i could see it going to a decision they're both tough guys they vegas says crack though
0: vegas says it doesn't go to decision two to one really vegas if you're going to vegas it looks like they think it's going to end somewhere around round two round three minus 110 fight starts round three you know I'm what i say Menafield by tkl
1: i'd say round three starts
0: I like round three starts if he gets a finish it's going to be in the third i agree okie dokie don't blink
1: though because they could both put each other's lights out like that
0: next up in the straw weight division we got mallory martin fighting cheyenne lismas, lismas. lismas. I, lismas. I probably said it wrong i did the warrior princess buys was easier <laughs> used to be cheyenne buys no longer uh mallory martin seven and four she stands five foot four with a 64 inch reach uh cheyenne six and two she stands five foot three with a 63 inch reach uh this should be an interesting interesting matchup um cheyenne is a minus 190 favorite comeback is plus
1: 160 on martin so on paper i look at it yeah and i just think cheyenne buys is just a little bit better everywhere okay i think she's the better fighter and everything that being said she doesn't have the same last name as she did because she's going through a breakup or divorce or whatever too. Yep. And that can happen that can cause one of two things. One, she'll be super aggressive and she'll be a monster. Yeah. Right. Or two, she's just not going to look that great. Yeah. And she, um because <laughs> fighting's hard enough when everything in your life is going good but when it's not going good it it, it can it, you we've seen some pretty bad performances from people where you're like yep man what happened you know what i mean like these are just because there's professional athletes that they're still real life still human beings and yeah and that still... stuff, i mean like how did it affect her training her preparation in the camp or was this like the perfect distraction for her to, like and we don't and know. So. If I was to make a pick, I would lean towards, I would agree with Marcus and I would lean towards Cheyenne just based off the last fight. I think she's the better fighter. And I think it's a little bit like, I think it's a coin flip. Like I think we're going to see the best version of Cheyenne buys or we're going to see one that struggles. I think if, if, you know, if all things are equal, I think she's the better fighter. So I'm just going to assume she, she, she shows up and performs, but if she doesn't, I'll definitely understand why. And I would never bet on a on a fight like this with that many variables. A
0: lot of variables in this one. I, I, I'm with you on this one. I'm gonna go Cheyenne on this. I do think she's the better fighter. Um, not gonna bet it because of all those reasons. Just too much, Don't like too it. much iffy stuff there. But Don't. we're gonna go Cheyenne on this one. Uh, next up in the welterweight division, we got Jake Matthews fighting Jeremiah Wells uh matthews 17 and 5 stands 5 foot 11 with a 72 inch reach wells 9 2 and 1. he stands 5 foot 9 with a 75 inch reach and if i remember right this is uh matthew's second or third opponent switch he was supposed to fight i thought somebody else no i'm thinking of somebody else. i'm thinking of brendan allen <laughs> had, had yeah, two different
1: yeah, allen had yeah.
0: so jake matthews jeremiah wells who do you like in this one
1: well i, I mean I actually, so Jake Matthews quietly is one of the guys that I kind of just like pull for. Yeah. He's been, he's, what is he, 25? 27.
0: 27.
1: He's been in the UFC since he was like 21, 22 years old. Yeah. He's never gotten off the hump, but he does just enough to like win to be, always keep that light on him to be like, mm-hmm. maybe once he turns the corner, he get there. It's like, but it, for me, it's, I think the UFC is starting to give him guys that they're saying it's now or never, like, you yeah. need to be able to put this guy away. I actually think Jake Matthews dominates this fight.
0: I like Jake Matthews in this fight. He's last fight. was coming off a loss against Sean Brady, but we've seen what oh Sean Brady is God. doing. Look what he just did to Kielsa. Yes. And he had a three-fight winning streak prior to that. I mean, you got an I older. Like,
1: I like Jake Matthews.
0: Older Jeremiah Wells. Uh, fought, he, bought, he beat uh, Worley Alves five months ago. Okay,
1: that was – But he didn't
0: fight for a year and a half before that. Yeah,
1: and that Alves thing. Remember, Alves was so hyped because he had the big upset win. Yep. Right, over – I can't remember who it was, but he had a big – Orly Alves had a big upset win, and then he turned it it around hot and then lost as a bigger favorite. Yeah, he
0: beat – Remind me. I'm looking at it. wrong, wrong. Uh, The Mornier Lazis? No. Yes. Rasta. Was that the one? Yeah, because yes. he was ten- – yeah, yep,
1: yep. Like Lazis was supposed to kill him over in Abu Dhabi.
0: Yeah, yep. I had. remember. So we're both on uh, Matthew's, Matthews on this. Year's, okay? Yeah,
1: pretty, pretty, pretty heavy.
0: All right, another uh, welterweight fight. We got Brian Babarino against Darian Weeks. I like Brian Babarino. Bam Bam is 15 and 8, stands 6 foot tall with a 72-inch reach. Uh, Darian Weeks is five and zero. He's coming in on short notice. Uh, who's Babarim was supposed to fight um, Matt Brown, and Brown got the vid. Dang it! Got the vid. That would have been a fun fight. Should have been vaccinated. Stop you.
1: Hey, that's should
0: have right. been immunized. Should have called Joe Rogan.
1: Should have called Antonio Brown. Maybe not.
0: Will Dana White be at the fights this weekend?
1: Bet How crazy is. will that be if I he's already? He said if he has a negative test, he will. I bet he's there. I bet he's Don't there. Don't you think if you're Dana White, you you, you get some? He probably pay somebody on your staff to be like, bro, you're going to give me a negative test. Give me a negative test.
0: Um. So Darian Weeks and Brian Babarino, Darian Weeks coming in on short notice, five and out man. That's kind of
1: a big step. Brian is a vet and <sighs> tough everywhere. I do not I don't like Darian weeks in this spot like this isn't a this isn't this, a, our boy Chris Curtis who's getting a short notice into the UFC and like hey you have almost you know you have 35 professional fights here's your moment this dude's 5 and0 fighting a guy that's been in the UFC for how long 23 professional fights what is he this guy
0: like he's a boxer he's yeah. clearly a boxer yeah
1: this isn't boxing this is mma he had a
0: very extensive amateur career that's okay very extensive amateur, but okay. he didn't fight anybody though no nope. why does oh my wow i'm looking at the record of the guys he fought
1: I mean, look at that one the, the one that he lost his last one that he lost let's do a one and no guy
0: you know what? what but why is the odds so
1: close yeah it's like even With money on ba- this fight babarin not getting any love yeah but if you're a vet like that, and you've had that USC experience, and you're fighting a guy
0: that's only five. And I, something seems fishy about that. Yeah, something seems really fishy
1: about that. Huh. I, I, I like Brian Babarina.
0: Brian um, just
1: almost died from a stomach
0: surgery. Came back and lost to the worst fighter he's ever lost to. That's probably that makes sense. That makes sense.
1: Hey, post that. Wells is going to sub him. Who's saying that? The MMA a mosh pit. Cool, thanks. Wells is gonna sub him, huh? So, I'm
0: sure that's I, I like okay. that. Maybe that's maybe he's onto something. The Vegas is clearly onto something because they got him at plus one hundred. And thanks for that info. I di- I didn't know that.
1: Mm. All right, the, the, you you've you've got my attention enough to stay away. Definitely, that? definitely. How about how about that? When hey, when you smell something, it's a little fishy.
0: Oh, he's talking about Wells. We're Stay talking away. about weeks. We weeks or Wells? Was he talking about weeks or Wells? Wells is run so great. Jake Jake lost loses by sub. Oh, he's talking about the Jake Matthews.
1: Oh, okay. he's talking about the fight before. Okay, so he
0: likes Wells in that one. Cool. I, I don't hate it. I'll take Matthews wrestling. Um, what about Babarina and Weeks?
1: I'm going Babarina. Wells is going to sub him, Jason. Weeks too
0: experienced. All right.
1: All right. All right. Uh, All right.
0: Uh, we're going Babarina on this one, both of us? Yeah. This is the one that um inexperienced, I think, is what he meant.
1: Dude. Uh, But can't
0: trust Brian with his help. Yeah, he's got a good point on that.
1: MMA mosh pit. Your tag, his picture, is Khabib doing the kickflip. Khabib <laughs> nerded of pro skater. That is the coolest little... Profile picture. Sorry, I just I'm like, what is that? I'm like, oh, it's freaking Khabib like jumping, like when he's jumping on Dylan Danis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's doing he's got a setup, so oh, he's I doing a that. kickflip. That's it's freaking tight. awesome. Khabib up pro skater.
0: So we're both, we're both going Bavarian on this one.
1: Yeah, but not betting it. I'm
0: not betting. It. I'm staying far away. Not loving it. This is another one I might stay away from. Uh, in the flyweight division, Zahagas Zuma Gulov against Manel Cape. Zuma uh, uh, Zumagulov's 14 and five stands five foot four with a 60. Six inch reach. Cape is sixteen and six. He stands five foot five with a sixty eight inch reach. I, 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 don't know how Cape's a two to one favorite in this one. Three to I, one. Yeah,
1: he's minus 210. What no, did it change on ours. He's minus three hundred. What? I mean, I almost want to take. A... This, I want. I almost want to take Zoulos at plus two forty just out of principle. Now this is another. Wow. Stay, this is another stay away from me, dog. Yeah, Zuma Gulov. Um I think the fight goes the distance. That's your lock on that one? Fight I, goes the dis- distance. Well, that's what I that's what I would. That's if I was to bet on it, that's what I would bet on.
0: Fight goes the distance in that one? Yeah. What do we got? Cape came Cape, in. Cape
1: by decision.
0: Cape came in from Ryzen, had a lot of hype, took two L's.
1: Okay, well, okay. The Pantoja well, fight, whatever. He's gonna that Pantoja fight. I, I think Pantoja is the second best flyweight in the world yeah. next to Brandon Moreno and holds a win over Brandon Moreno. And he two, no, two wins over Brandon Moreno. And
0: he should have won. The, that split decision should have went to him. On that yeah, and so,
1: I mean, okay, but uh, I mean, I, I'm not feeling the hype. Like, dude, he came in asking to fight Figgy, champ versus champ right away. I don't think that would have ended and well for, for him. That.
0: I, I'm staying far away. Yeah, uh, UFC uh, best fight odds has got it. Same thing. Minus 290 oh plus gosh. 230 is a comeback. I, I He's, if you
1: are gonna bet, uh, Zulas definitely is the value. But if you really want like a realistic outcome, I think it goes the distance.
0: Yeah. Yep. He's right on. It's the same thing. Got to go, Kate. Just but based on him, I've liked him since rising. I just he just hasn't done anything in the UFC. Mosh pit. He low was Vines, losing
1: that Odie Osborne. He was losing striker.
0: <laughs> he called that there. Can't bet him at that price. But I agree on that. Weights yep. all over the place. He, sh- he just struggles in the UFC. He's not.
1: He's uh, never gonna be a guy.
0: Yeah, he's not that guy. You're not that guy, You're pal. Not that guy.
1: You're not that guy. Ah.
0: I think he wins this fight, but I'm not betting it. No way. It's um, nowhere
1: near DraftKings lineup. We're not betting it. I forbid you. I'm not betting that. I forbid you.
0: I mean, I bet on some stupid stuff, but I'm not betting on that one. Uh next up in the middleweight division, Maki Patolo against Dus to Dus Dusko Tordorovic. Okay. Thunder. <laughs> Coconut bombs 13 and 8, stands five foot ten with a 73 and a half inch reach. And our boy Thunder is 10 and 2. Uh, he stands six foot one with a 74 inch reach. Um Patoli Patolo's coming off a three fight losing streak, and our boy Thunder is two fight losing streak. Who you got?
1: So I'm actually really excited about this yes. fight.
0: Yes. I think I know where you're going. Do you? Yep.
1: There are two underdogs that I love on this card. And Maki Patolo just happens to be one of them. Yes. He – dude cracks.
0: The dude can crack.
1: And what did I know, find out about Dusko? Is he freaking leads with his chin up. And I think Maki, by, at some point in the late first to second round, finds that chin and puts him – Clips him. Yeah,
0: that's exactly – It's exactly what I'm going with. Marcus, same thing. I've seen a lot of people on um, – I'm, I'm on this fight.
1: We got to watch Maki spar a little down at Extreme Couture. We did. And I, you know, he's getting work in with guys that, you know, that, they do. And I mean, Puna, right? Soriana Puna knocked out Desko, right? Yes. Yep. Um, Maki, Maki and Soriano, they, 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 they train, train together. together. Yeah. I mean, I just there, – there's so many factors that I love that I don't just love not Maki to win. I think he knocks him out. And Maki was winning his last fight telling tell that cop by Julian Marquez. In that submission, yeah. In the submission. He he was winning that fight. So I don't just like Maki. I love him. I think Vegas is giving us a gift because I actually think he should be favored. I think he's the better fighter. I I I'm yes, Maki, Maki. Maki, Maki um, Tola. Uh, two best, units. Best fight odds
0: two has units. got him at plus 135. Two units. Two units.
1: And then we're going to parlay with half a unit with another underdog leader. Good point. These boys with Puna. Nice pit.
0: All right. Next up. And Pune just beat him. Yep.
1: Dude, I like this MMA marsh pit guy. Yeah,
0: he's on it. Uh, no,
1: that was not him.
0: Um. All right. Next up, we got in the welterweight division. Alex Morano against Mickey Gall. Morano is twenty and seven. Stands five foot eleven with a seventy-two inch reach. Mickey Gall seven and three. He stands six foot two with a seventy-four inch reach. A lot of Fortis guys on this card.
1: Yeah, you know um,
0: who are you liking in this one? You know the I, Great White Morano.
1: I, I, I like Alex Morano, but can I? So Mickey Gall. <laughs> is kind of a little bit correct anthony hernandez thank you uh, mickey gall was is, is kind of an enigma to i'm
0: me. gonna go grab my monster
1: okay you keep talking okay mickey gall is a little bit of an enigma to me because really he was brought into the ufc to beat up sage Northcut and beat and beat sage and and, and fight sage Northcut. and he beat sage Northcut because he had a such a distinct advantage on the ground and he is good on the ground I felt like Mickey Gall was on his way out of the UFC at some point. And I thought he was getting close. And then he s- switched camps to the immortal Matt Brown. And he looked phenomenal. What was his last fight against? Jordan Williams? His was last that right?
0: fight was, I think it was Jordan Williams. Yep. Subm- and, submitted him.
1: And he ragdolled Jordan Williams. Yeah. I did. was on Jordan Williams. Yeah, I mean, both were. And Mickey looked incredible. And one thing that I noticed with Matt Brown in his corner for that fight, there seems to be like, go all the way back to season, I believe, seven of the Ultimate Fighter that Matt Brown was on. That dude is just a hard, mean dude. I even remember, like, you could just, I just remember, uh, just remember uh, Forrest Griffin screaming at Matt Brown to like let his hands go and get going. Yeah. And he was freaking out because he's like, he hits us all so hard in practice if he's not going to let his hands go in the fight and hit beat this guy up, I'm going to be pissed, right? Like, Matt Brown is a violent fighter. He throws everything with bad intentions. Yeah. I mean, he has one of the most hellacious knockouts in UFC history with that elbow over the top on Diego Sanchez. You know, like, he's just violent and he's creative with it. And I actually think that was the perfect compliment to what Mickey Gall needed. Mickey Gall needed a little, like, you know, his jujitsu game is really slick and nice and yeah, he's yeah. long and athletic or whatever. You know what? When you're fighting, you got to have that dog in you. And I think that Matt Brown is helping and steal or pull that dog out of Mickey Gall of like, and get like, I, I and, and I think his, his striking's gotten better. The the, the the problem is, I say all that and I like Gall and I, I kind of want to pick Gall. Like, I, I want to. I just don't see the path for victory for him against Alex Moreno. I think Moreno's better on the feet. And he's a black belt himself in, ju- in jiu-jitsu. And I would be really surprised if Mickey Gall could submit him. Like, I want to pick Gall, but I don't know what his path to victory is. I just I'm, think Alex Moreno's just going to be a step ahead of him I'm, a little I'm
0: bit. I'm picking up where you're throwing down. I'm going to go Marano on this one, too. Yeah. It's another one. I, there's a lot of fights. It's close, like...
1: though. Like, this one's close. Like, I would not bet against Mickey Gall in this. I would not bet on Alex Morano in this fight. Yeah. Mickey is, I think Mickey's getting better. I really do. I actually think him training with Matt Brown and them, like I, I think he's getting better, and I think he's at a camp that's pulling out the best version of him. Yeah, and hopefully he can stick in the UFC and and, and have a good career. But I like the path that Alex Morano's on.
0: Alex Morano. Uh, next up in the middleweight division, we got Brendan Allen against our boy Chris Curtis in the house. All in Allen seventeen and four stands six foot two with a seventy five inch reach the action man 27 and eight stands five foot ten with a 75 inch reach
1: Vegas is gifting us again they're Jason. gifting
0: us again
1: so so there's two things that I really love about this bike one we're getting Chris Curtis at like plus 270. yeah right ah uh, see he does like Mickey my guy yeah I kind of do like I kind of I kind of do but um here here's the here's what I thank you Vegas. Chris Curtis has already cashed for, me, cashed for both of us once very nicely. I very nicely. his last fight. Game. One, I think that he can touch Brendan Allen and put his lights out. Very similar to Phil Haas. Okay. Two, he is the more experienced fighter. and I don't care how many fights he's had. Chris Curtis was fighting high caliber guys outside of the UFC in the PFL, you know, and stuff like, I mean, He's fighting the best of the best outside of the UFC. Now he's finally in the UFC, and he's so good. He's probably a 170er, but he's still fighting 185. Still fighting and yeah. Haas is a big 180 fighter, and he slept him. Slept him. Here's what I really like about it, though. Who does Brendan Allen hate more than anybody?
0: Sean Strickland.
1: Sean Strickland hates him. Guess who's in Chris Curtis's corner?
0: Sean Strickland.
1: Don't you think that Brendan Allen, like that, could get in his head a little bit? Uh, I th- I think that there's a factor that Brendan Allen is going to be because he's been trying to get that rematch Yeah. and John Strickland's like, screw that guy. You know, he just dismisses it. Yeah. I, I, I think that Brendan Allen is thinking I'm going to go into this. I'm going to beat up Sean Strickland's boy. I'm going to tuck smack to Sean Strickland in the corner while I'm beating up his boy. And I'm going to get that rematch. You know, like I just, I just need Sean Strickland to lose to Jack commands. Yeah. And then we'll be right in line for a rematch. And you know what? I think de- I I I'm just just presuming here. We you know that uh, we know that Chris Curtis is our boy. I'm not picking against Chris Curtis, and again, I actually think he has a good path to victory here. And the odds that are plus two seventy, I think are insane. I I I've, if Chris Curtis was like plus one seventy, then I'd be like, I think that's about right. But plus two seventy, you're going to give like, me a whole extra hundred points. It's plus two eighty give it to me dog plus 280 a lot of give size. it to me dog if he was a slight <clears throat> underdog I dig it but five, almost three to one five dimes is plus 285. three to one give me Chris action man Curtis all day I kind of like what uh
0: yeah that see I, I it's I'm having a hard time because I love Chris and I don't want to bet against Chris the
1: grappling advantage and, and even if Brandon has a grappling advantage like we know who Chris Curtis is trading with down there like He, he, it's Brendan. Here's the thing is most rookies into the UFC, you know, new into the UFC. They haven't been with that level of competition before. That's where the experience comes in. He's been training with that level of competition for almost a decade. Yeah. Fighting those guys and beating a lot of those types of guys. Uh, His main training partner, strong Strickland, who beats the brakes off of Brendan Allen.
0: I would love to see. I'm going Chris Curtis. I don't care. I would love to see, like Rosh Pitt said, where he sleeps Chris. I don't want him to see him sleep Chris, Chris but see him, beat, see him beat Chris and then happening. call out Sean Strickland because Sean's not just going to sit there while he's calling him out, especially if he's k He's just signed
1: to fight Jack Hermansen. He ain't shutting up. You know damn well they're not going to yeah. keep him quiet. Yeah. He won't come on the Sean, podcast because he's – Sean <laughs> – we invited Sean Strickland on the podcast, and his manager is like, I don't think so, dude.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it's – it's crazy.
1: Yeah. And then, yeah. And Haas and Allen are boys too. They, yeah. They're training partners down at Sanford. It's, it's crazy. I fight, I, but I'm going with Chris Curtis. I think the values, what well, value
0: wise? Oh, I'm going to take Curtis.
1: Curtis is a huge,
0: but I'm going to pick Allen uh, to win the fight.
1: And then you're ready for this? What? little. Cool. Little sprinkle on the uh, little Chris Curtis Machi Patola Extreme Couture. Extreme parlor. Couture parlor. The Extreme Couture Parlay. What's parlor. the, what is Chris Curtis by KO? Oh, now you're, oh, now you're, now you're talking
0: plus 450.
1: Now you're talking my language.
0: Plus 450. Mm. I can get mm. down on that. Yeah. Same, you just, yeah. That's what I like. I bet him by, I'll bet that. I'll bet the plus 450. But I think, I'm picking Alan on here, but I'm going to sprinkle a little bit on because of those odds.
1: Chris Curtis, when you see this clip, your boy Zach. Oh, we've got to change the. Picked is you. That me? That's me. Picked you and is riding with you. Jason is like being skirtish about it. Just remember yeah. that.
0: Maki and Curtis both by KO too. Oh, oh okay. Oh, you're getting insane odds at that. Because what are you? Gosh. Plus 450. And what's, what's Maki
1: at by KO? Hey. Okay. Maki is. Maki and Chris just to win is plus seven sixty.
0: I don't hate that. I don't hate it. You mm, that's may a, have that's it.
1: That's a tasty little extreme court. Yeah, extreme couture like parlay that. there. Roman, dial it up. The extreme couture parlay. Extreme couture parlay. All right,
0: next up, lightweight division. Clay Guida. I don't know how the hell that guy's still fighting against <laughs> Leonardo Santos. Clay Guida's thirty six and twenty one. Stands five foot seven with a seventy inch reach. Santos eighteen four and one. He stands six foot tall with a seventy five inch reach. How do you see this fight playing out?
1: Clay Guida doesn't stop moving for three rounds,
0: and he wins a decision. Yeah, both of them I KO. I'm trying to find that. I'm trying to find.
1: It's hard to the the, the props like by KO or whatever. Most books won't let you do that. You have to be in a state that allows DraftKings or FanDuel betting to get parlayed props like that.
0: If you could do, find it in Vegas, he's there's only two spots that have Patoli by KO. Uh, plus 800. FanDuel and REF has it at plus 900. And then you get plus 450.
1: So you're, pro- you're probably getting like plus, plus 25. Yeah,
0: you got to be up there. Yeah around around there
1: yeah that's that's a, nice juice. that's a nice juice I don't think we can get it though we can't we can't get it but we, I think you could sprinkle a little on the plus 760. so who do you like in Clay Guida
0: and Santos
1: I, I'm leaning Guida we got the 39 year old versus the 41 year old jeez man. Santos might be a little bit better but it's like he also is not very active ever um He's got some serious skills, but it's just like he's never maximized his potential because he doesn't he's, fight enough. And I just, I like that Guida's just always active and he's always in the gym and he's always fighting and he never stops bouncing. Even after three rounds or five rounds, he's still just, just he's just nuts, man. I love him. You know, it's what's fun is we, I've been teasing Cole Faust. Cole's hair gets a little wild. We're like, he, he does. Just, like, he, he does. should just Guida it for one fight. He should. Just before, it. before he cuts his hair, yeah. just one fight, he needs to Guida it. Yeah, why not? We're gonna to have to talk about that when he comes in the podcast next yeah. week.
0: So we are you taking Santos or Guida? I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Guida. I'm gonna Guida. go. Guida. Yeah. All
1: yeah.
0: right. This these next two these next three fights. This main card is I, I like really, really good. Them. Jimmy really. Crute and Jamal Hill. Uh Jimmy Crute 12 and two, stands six foot two with a 74-inch reach. Sweet Dreams is eight and one, stands six foot four with a seventy-nine inch reach. He's got a two-inch height and a five-inch reach advantage. Does Hill in this fight uh crew minus 180 jamal hills plus 155 and if you remember crew was the one anthony smith uh stopped him with that leg kick
1: we tried to keep going but he shut off the he nerve. shut off that nerve we yeah kept rolling Just, that ankle <sighs> um i like jimmy crew i like his toughness i think he's gritty he's strong you know he was on a nice stretch there had a couple nice big first round knockouts before he ran into anthony smith um What I learned with Jamal Hill, though, is you can't question his toughness because Paul Craig completely dislocated his elbow and he kept fighting. Kept fighting, yep. And I think Jamal Hill's athleticism at that size and the way he moves, I just think he's going to be a little bit too quick for Jimmy Crute. And I think he's going to be able to avoid getting hit with big bombs. And I think that Jamal Hill puts crew away inside three rounds.
0: I'm gonna go the other way. I think crew gets it done.
1: Cool. I like
0: it. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with uh I'm gonna agree with our boys. Both Mosh Pit and Marcus both both like I think crew gets it done. I think it goes to decision. I don't think he finishes them. I'm gonna go crew by decision. That's my that's my take, and I'm sticking with it.
1: I like Hill. I like Hill to win by knockout.
0: Okay. We're gonna disagree on that one. Let's see if we disagree on this one. Should be the freaking main event. Oh man, I've been stoked about this one as soon as they announced it. Rafael Faziv and Brad Riddell. Faziv is 10 and one. He stands five foot eight with a 71 and a half inch reach. Riddell is 10 and one. He stands five foot seven with a 71 and basic 71 and a half inch reach. Dude, these guys are both Tiger Muay Thai guys. Does this fight hit the ground? With one of them going to sleep, probably, right? Or does it go to
1: decision? I think Brad Riddell tries to get it to the ground. Think so? Yeah. I don't think he gets it there though. I think Faseeb wins on. I think Fazib wins a decision. Um I think I, I think we might have potential though for like fight of the night.
0: I think this is gonna be fight of the night. This is gonna be a damn good fight.
1: I mean, this is I mean, this is, this has, you know, you know, this is a mini, mini uh, Chandler versus Gaethje type.
0: Yes. I heard somebody talking about that too.
1: That's, that's kind of how I, I see it.
0: Man, I, my pick is Fazeeb. I just don't know how it's going to end. I'm I'm debating on him getting the KO late or, because I could see these guys, because they're going to be, they're going to be throwing.
1: The other thing with Rodell is too. You know he's never gonna stop coming forward. So for Fazeev to knock him out, he's gonna to have to completely separate him from consciousness too.
0: <clears throat> I think for both guys to get a finish, they're gonna they're gonna to have to go out. Neither one of these guys are just gonna to... No. I'm going Fazeev. I'm gonna go by decision and I think it's gonna be super close.
1: Cool. Thanks for copycatting me. You're welcome. Yeah. Copycat.
0: Just doing what I can to, you know, promote the show and <sighs> All right, main event we got in the phantom weight division, Rob Font versus Jose Aldo. Rob Font is 19 and four, stands five foot eight with a 71 and a half inch reach. Jose Aldo, 30 and seven, stands five foot seven with a 70 inch reach. This is another good fight that's like, all right. This is a fight of, is Font the real deal? Is Jose... Going to fight for the title again? What do you see? What do you like?
1: So I've been saying this since the Peter Yan fight. Yeah. And I love Jose Aldo. I think he's the greatest featherweight of all time. Well, him and Max. He had the greatest run as a featherweight champ. Yeah. That's undeniable. Yeah. It's been pretty remarkable. The fountain of youth and success that he's had at 135. He's kind of an anomaly there. You know, usually people do more like Frankie Edgar does, right? Where yeah. they go down weight classes later in their career and and, and that usually doesn't go too well. It's been gone pretty good for him, and he really hasn't lost a fight except the yawn fight. You know, technically he run the morale lost the morales fight that nobody thinks that he lost. Yeah. But um here here's actually though my thing is one thing that I've noticed with Jose Aldo, he looks phenomenal and can hang with anybody for three rounds. But when it gets to the fourth or fifth round, it doesn't look great.
0: <clears throat> I'm
1: going with Rob Fawn. Decision? By decision. Mm. And I, ew, I got this like yucky feeling in my stomach when I say that. So let me hold off on that. Let me what do you th- who do you think's gonna win?
0: although looked freaking amazing his last fight he was fast like that's the fastest i've been ever- i i he looked his stand-up looked phenomenal in that last fight he was doing stuff that i haven't seen him do in i don't know how long I... font looked great against kobe garbrandt he was working behind his jab Isn't Font the one? Doesn't he keep his guard kind of high too? Does he keep? Does he fight because he's long? I I just think Aldo eats him up. I think he eats him up. I think he. I think Aldo wins close decision. You're going to take Font. I'm going to take Aldo. Hold on. By decision. And get this, you think Aldo is just this old guy, right?
1: He's only thirty five
0: and fonts 34. they're I only know. they're less than a year apart
1: I know. Man, you know you know what sucks for me though jose aldo
0: dude i'd love to see all the win and then like marcus just said all the wins and have him and tj fight
1: <laughs> if all the wins
0: and looks good in this fight like okay. he's yeah, up you- there
1: yeah. Oh, he is up there. Oh, he's already up there. I know he hasn't won a five-round fight since 2016 at UFC 200 against Frankie Edgar.
0: I'm thinking, I'm thinking he's going to bank enough in those first three rounds that maybe he's going to be up enough that those last two rounds aren't going to matter. So or the last, maybe round? he
1: blinks him for the first three rounds.
0: I think it's. I think it's just going to be a close fight. I agree. But I'm just saying, split decision. How about I, that? Let's go split decision. I'm gonna go Aldo. You're gonna so, go Font.
1: It's so close that the. No, but I, I'm, I'm, che- I'm actually cheering for. I like Rob Font. He's cool and all. But I'm cheering for Jose Aldo because. Well, I guess I can't say that. He walks out to
0: my daughter's favorite walkout song. No offense, I don't care. It's it's, it's her
1: favorite song. She loves it. So I I love Jose Aldo. And I want him to get to the top again. But that's that for whatever reason, to me and him, him going, the only fights he's won since UFC 200 go off of what two, he's done
0: currently in the last year,
1: but he hasn't okay. In the last year, Marlon Vera, three rounds, Peter no, which he looked, but that's what I'm saying. He looked good. It looks great in the first three rounds, but then and, he comes back and then he got, whooped in the fourth round and almost died in the fifth round. I know
0: I'm just saying, but then he comes back and rewrites the ship against Vera and looked like a freaking world beater against Munoz.
1: And Munoz is still very, very good. I know right? that's what I'm saying. And, and I like it, but that's what, what I'm saying is when you have that many miles on you, because Jose Aldo has a billion miles on him. Yeah. He, he is. is an old school Toyota right now. It's just reliable and goes forever. I do not know if he's a five-round fighter anymore. I don't know if with he has so many miles on him. I don't know if the, the – I mean, the pace that he fought, the Baron Munoz fight was incredible. I don't know if he can do that anymore for five rounds. And he hasn't shown us that he can, the way he faded. And I get that it's – This is Rob
0: Vaughn's first five-round fight, too.
1: Uh, no, sir. His first main event. No, sir. Five-round? No, did he sir. Fight? Cody Garbrand He pieced him up for five rounds. Was it five rounds? Yes, sir. I thought this, oh yeah, Ross, you're right. You're right. You're right. I know I'm right. I didn't even have to look it up. That was his first. That was his first. That was his first. first That's what I'm saying. I just saw him go five rounds strong. I haven't seen, I have not seen Jose Aldo go five rounds strong since he did it against Frankie Edgar. I don't think he's going to need to, though,
0: because I think I think he wins three to two.
1: Okay. And I'm trying to be fair about it, too, right? His five round fights, though, were against Max Holloway and Peter Young. So it's like, and Rob Font is no Max and he's no Peter Young, but he is a boxer. Max, really good boxing. Yarn, great boxing. It's like I, I kind of I just feel like stylistically this is a really good this is a winnable fight for Font. And if Font doesn't win this fight at 34 years old, sorry dude, you're probably just not gonna get to the top.
0: Oh yeah, f- for sure. Right? For sure.
1: This is kind of like a title eliminator fight. Like this is kind of like do or die for both of them. Yeah. And I think Jose Aldo's been there, and I think Rob Font not having it. I, I gotta give the slight extra
0: <laughs> eating salad with water just for three out score five hour grounds. I know, I know he needs to eat bad Man, He thinks he's a bad matchup. I I just
1: that's what I'm saying. Rob Font, this is a good matchup for Rob. Like stylistically, this is a good matchup for Rob. I,
0: I'm just going off of what he did his last <laughs> fight and how good he looked. I just
1: and the other thing with Rob too is he didn't just beat Cody. He beat. he beat the, oh, the brakes off. Breaks off. off See, I don't think.
0: I think Cody's kind of on the. Well, so do I, but I'm just I saying, like, kind of He did what of he it. was
1: supposed to do. He did. No, if he you're did to be an elite you're guy. Right. He no, did what right. he was supposed to do. He you're beat right. the breaks off that boy for five rounds.
0: I think it's a super close fight. I'll just put, I'm going to pick it's... Aldo, but I think it's razor so you're freaking ready? thin.
1: I think it's. I think it's Aldo is it up two to one going into the fourth, and I think Rob mm-hmm. Font wins wins four and five that's what I think.
0: so three, you think three to two yep and I think three to two although cool all right. I don't hate it I don't I don't hate it I really
1: so, don't so naturally it's going to be a draw
0: but does Cody I don't think Cody beats all though I think Cody's he's who's he fighting um he's going to lose Kai Car France is going to beat him
1: I think yeah we're both on Carr France in that fight that's a good fight I'm really interested to see what Cody looks like at 125. he he
0: he does hunt the boxer, but Font also has that super high guard. I could see him slipping those punches and ripping that body. I I, I I get what he's saying. I get I what I get what Aldo, you're saying.
1: I don't see Aldo finishing Font. I don't I don't see. Either I don't one see of either them. one. Finish. Maybe maybe that's the play. What's that fight? The fight goes the distance.
0: Yeah, I. I mean, I, I get what you're. I get what you're saying, pit I do. I just.
1: I like this Moshpit guy. I don't know who He's, you are, but welcome to the show. You've been a been
0: great. Yeah, thank Marcus and Moshpit. Thank you guys for tuning in and interacting with us. It makes it funner for us. I, I just,
1: I'm just gonna go all the. That's cool. Split man. Split
0: decision, right down the middle, three think to think two. I
1: think it's gonna be close. I think it's gonna be close. There's nothing wrong with that.
0: So, um, but
1: if you're okay, so our book has fight goes the distance is minus 140. I love that.
0: That's yeah. I love that. Decision. Yeah, fight goes to decision. I, as a matter of fact, that's what I would probably bet. Uh, Over even, I don't think I'm going to bet on the fight. If you're
1: betting, would you think the fight might go to a split decision? You're degenerate. I, the I think it's a
0: coin flip fight, and according to the odds, it pretty much is. Fonza minus minus one forty five comeback is plus one twenty five.
1: That's the that's the other thing, where it's that close. I if I liked, I would pick Aldo, where the, the odds are closer. Right, take the underdog in a yeah. close fight, but it's like. But in my heart of heart, I, I, I think so. Fight goes
0: decision. All right, give us your DraftKings lineup.
1: Oh, DraftKings.
0: Draft
1: I like my DraftKings lineup.
0: If anybody else wants to play Zach on DraftKings, you want to play
1: against me? Play against Kings, Zach. Message me. I'll take your money. Um, Well, as we all know, got to get a couple of underdogs. We know what my underdogs are for this card. Let's get it. Chris Curtis is only $6,600. Maki Patola only $7,600. That's, that's a good, that's a good start. And then we're going to go menfield, Alonzo menfield. Okay. 8,700. I am going to go with my boy, Rob font, because I do believe win or lose it's going to go five rounds and he's his volume. He's going to rack up. He's the type of guy that can still rack up 50, 60 points on yeah. a loss because yeah. of the strikes, right? Your volume. Um, and then I went and then I went Jake Matthews and then Alex Morano. So I have Curtis, Font, Matthews, Menfield, Morano, Patola, and you still get an extra hundred dollars. That's 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 good budgeting.
0: It's great budgeting. You're great.
1: Uh hop on the train, killing it on DraftKings. We will see you guys on Monday. Monday, we're gonna recap. We're gonna try and get Cole Faust in studio to punch me and do a little interview uh calvin Parrington, cole's last opponent making his pro debut will be on the podcast at 3 30 and then possibly Aaron jennings on the still fist card
0: he's he coming won. yeah just, he just so messaged if
1: me. you're on the still fist card message us don't wait till the end and then pretty soon you're also going to see a pretty sweet fierce card starting to get announced for january we are so lucky here in utah we got still fist december fierce in january still fist in february Shout out to Contender Series. Shout out to Contender Series. Give blood, fight MMA. You should go to Contender Clothing. It's not Contender Series. It's Contender Clothing. Yeah. Go check out Contender Clothing.
0: Sweet boxers. They're comfy. You can train in them.
1: Oh, yeah. I train mine in them. They keep
0: everything secure. (laughs) I was going to say something, but I won't say it. We'll see you guys on Monday.